I knew you heard the sounds of Belle Biv DeVoe in the background singing Poison. This brings back so many memories from my young adult years, even my childhood new edition, Belle Biv DeVoe going to concerts, enjoying their music. Sarah, you're not jumping in here. <laughs> I mean, I'm learning from you. I think this was a bit before my time, old Neil. <laughs> okay, so we're going to move on to today's topic so I here. Knew, I knew the chorus. You knew the poison part. Yeah. Do you remember New Edition? Sure. Okay. I don't know. I don't We'll have to finish this talk later. Yeah, we'll do this I think I air. need a little education. Yeah, yeah. You do. <laughs> you do if you don't remember but New I Edition. But I did enjoy watching you dance as that song came on. Yeah, you saw the memories flood back. <laughs> but on this edition of Bringing It Home with Sarah and Tennille, we're actually not talking about 90s hip-hop. <laughs> we are actually talking about a very serious topic, right. which is poison, actually. It is. And, and, and we chose this topic because the week of March 17th through 24th is actually... Um, National Poison Prevention, Prevention Week. Week. It is. I almost said month, but it week. It's just a week, but yeah. it's a it's a thing we need to be aware of all year long because right. poisoning can happen anytime. And a lot of people may not even realize that this is a thing. You right, know? right. And it happens. Right. And it, I, I found it really interesting as we were preparing for this um, talk that the Tennessee Poison Prevention Hotline actually gets over 127,000 calls a year. I had no idea. I mean, that's a lot. That is a lot of people that have are having a frightening moment dealing with a poison issue. Um, that can it be a household product, over medication, right. snake or insect bites. I mean, I just had no idea the volume of calls that were being made. And this doesn't include nine one one. We're talking about calls specifically to this hotline that deals only with poison right. issues. And we're gonna be giving out that number. Uh, throughout our podcast so get something to write with because you'll want to yes. make a note of this and then post it on your refrigerator or something because you never yes. know when you're going to need it exactly um one of the things that i found amazing is the different types of poisoning that affect different age groups for example the poison calls that they get dealing with adolescents and young adults have to do mainly with overdoses and suicide attempts mm -hmm. which is very sad it is. and with the older population many of the calls have to do with medication mixing or taking the wrong dosages. You know, maybe you took your medicine and forgot you took it. Right. And then you take it again and, you know, you're in a situation that could be fatal. Well, and all of those situations are extremely frightening. They are. They are. So this is a very important number to have. This is a very important center, the Tennessee yes. Poison Center. And so we just want to kind of, you know, discuss some things that might help us to avoid some of these situations, hopefully, in our own homes. Yeah, I think we need to make every effort to, I guess you could say, poison-proof your home. Poison-proof your home as much as you possibly can. The good thing is a lot of household products now are, they're in safety packages. That's true. You know, and some of these are to protect against poisoning by little kids who don't know any different. Right. And then some things people are using intentionally in a way that shouldn't be. Right. Um, so they're having to put everything from detergent to other cleaners in things that are, um, you know, safety Safe, package. For yeah. sure. Yes. I, that's a great feature that is being added to a lot of products for sure. And another thing, you know, when you do open these, the safety feature, you need to know how to close them again properly. Yeah. You know, don't just throw it in a Ziploc or whatever and put it under the counter because it's easier. Yeah, people take you know? those shortcuts because, yeah. you know, it takes us a minute to get in these right. safety products. Right. But, you know, we're defeating the purpose if we don't close them back 
or you right. know, if we try to make it quick for us to get in, we're also making it quick for somebody else to get in. Yes, that, that could you, you know use it as it's intended. That's right. That's right. Um, just really keeping things out of the way of your children. And that's not easy. Mm-hmm. By the time they get big enough to open cabinets and climb on top of things to reach things, it's downright hard. It is. It can be really difficult. You really need to be intentional about this because not everything has a safety feature on it. Right. And a lot of cleaning products and things can look like a Gatorade or, you know, yeah. you think about like, Floor cleaner may be the same color as a yellow Gatorade or something like that. And kids don't know that it's something that could be harmful. Because right. they can't read the, the packaging, number right. one, if it's a very young child. And, you know, we have done these activities out in the community where we do the look-alike jars. Right, yes. You know, where we'll have pine sauce in one jar and applesauce in one jar. Not labeled, mm-hmm. not applesauce, apple juice. Apple juice. You would be able to tell the difference between applesauce yeah. and pine sauce. <laughs> I would but hope so. apple juice right. and pine sauce look very similar. Now, one is slightly darker than the other, but when you don't have a label and they're sitting side by side, it's hard for you to determine which is which. Now, as an adult, I know what pine saw smells like. Yes, very true. But a child may not. No. Or wouldn't more than that. No, a child would not know. And other things that are the same colors, windshield washer Mm -hmm. fluid and some of the blue drinks. Right. And the same with medicine. We need to keep that... um, out of sight, locked up, if preferably, you know, even if you have teenage children around, I mean, kids experiment with stuff and we don't want to have it at their, you know, disposal to use. Yeah. You know, we see commercials about, um, and read things about where most kids that use over the counter drugs and prescription drugs, they misuse them. They get them in their own homes. Right. And that's scary. It is. So we definitely need to make sure that we're taking care of that kind of stuff. Um, Keep them in their original containers so that you can know what's what. Um, Also, never, ever put medicine or any kind of chemical in like a cup or a soft drink bottle. Oh, that's scary. Yes, because somebody could come along and completely mistake that for something else. So, you know, just store it in the proper containers and put them in the right place. One thing they tell us not to do is to refer to our medicine as candy. You know, many times a grandmother or a mother will tell the children, (laughs) I've got to take my candy now. You know, not wanting to use the word medicine. Well, when the child sees that unattended medicine, they think it's candy, just like any other candy that they eat. And Uh, so we're warned not to refer to medicine as candy ever. Yeah. I don't think any parent would, oh gosh, you'd feel so bad if, if your child mistook that. You know, definitely read the labels on your medicines and household products, you know, and just be aware of what you're bringing into your home. Yeah. I mean, there's a place for it. You just need to be aware. There is. And, you know, even unintentional poisonings that could happen to us ourselves, you know, we need to make sure we turn on the lights when we're taking medication. Oh, gosh, yes. (laughs) Uh, You don't need to be grappling around in the dark, grabbing at pills and, you know, grab the wrong thing and take it. Yeah, that's frightening to think about. Because you could end up with an emergency that could have been avoided if we had just, you know, put some light in the room um, so that we could read and see what we were taking. Right. So that's scary. Or when we're giving our children their medicine, you know, it could be yeah. at night, we could be asleep and say, oh, I didn't give her her medicine. I roll over, get something out of a bottle, give it to her. And it could be, you know, the wrong thing or the wrong amount. That's right. For sure. Yes. Also, just be aware of your children watching you. This is geared more towards a toddler or small child. If they see you giving yourself medicine, they may think that they can do that. Mm-hmm. You know, so we need to keep it up and only let the adult in the house do that 
Um, don't store things under the sink when you have small kids roaming around unless you're going to lock that cabinet up. Yeah. It's an inconvenience once again to us. Yep. But it might save our child's life. That's exactly right. Yeah. And, you know, if you're using a household product, you know, a cleaner or whatever you happen to be doing and the phone rings or the doorbell rings or something like that, take it with you. Or your child could get into it. I mean, just that quick. I mean, you turn away for just a moment and your child has gotten into something that you had. So make sure you secure those items, even if you're just going to be gone for a few blinks. You know, that's all it takes uh, for a poisoning to happen. And we don't ever want that to be the case. You know, and and you hear a lot of times if if you suspect that your child or you have done taken something that you didn't need to, you you want them to throw it back up. Mm. Well, the poison... Uh, center actually says do not do that unless you've been instructed to do so by um someone at their call center or by a physician because that differs uh depending on what the poison is right because exactly. some things yes. could be harmful coming up right and you don't want to do that so you don't want to induce vomiting unless instructed to by a trained professional or a medical person And we're going to chat a little bit more about this topic, but let me pause and give the phone number for the poison helpline. And you can call this directly if you suspect a poisoning or if you know there's been one. The number's toll-free. It's 1-800-222-1222. And they even had a little song about it one time. 1-800-222-1222. Did I sing that right? Yes. Okay. I'd never heard that. You are really in your music. That was a commercial. Today. It was a commercial. It was a commercial. Well, BBD inspired from, me. Yeah, I was about to say if it was from those days. Of it that, was not. Was... The hotline wasn't <laughs> open back in the 90s. So, no. I don't think it was, at least. Um, so, make sure that phone number is kept near the phone. Like, Sarah was suggesting on the refrigerator, um, somewhere near the telephone, somewhere that you can get to it quickly. You could even program it in your cell phone. You could. Poison. Right. It could be in your phone under poison. Or if your children, if you have a babysitter coming over or a grandparent or something like that, you're not going to be home. You need to have this listed on those important phone numbers anyway for those people. So mm-hmm. Make sure that they know to do that. And the good thing about it, the poison center is there 24 hours a day. Yeah. So... Like- just like yep, they're there, there anytime you need them and they've got the most current accurate information on what to do if you suspect a poisoning right it's great to know that they're always available yes and also the tennessee poison center they do a lot of outreach so you know if your organization is wanting to you know help get the word out about the poison helpline um they have brochures they've got phone stickers that you can put right on your phone right. they've got refrigerator magnets that you can put up um pencils yeah notepads, they'll also right. come out to your school or your organization and do presentations for parents and teachers. You right. know, they want to keep people safe from poisoning. I'm sure they they would like to see that number of callers actually decrease. They would. You know. They so, would. But so they are you know, definitely there to help. If you do suspect a poisoning, um, don't wait to see what ill effect is going to take place. If you just even suspect it, you need to get on the phone and make that toll-free phone call to the Tennessee Poison Center, or get to the doctor. Yes. You know, ASAP. Do not wait and say, well, we'll see what happens. If they get sick, we'll know. Because it may be too late. 
Exactly. And just so you know, the Tennessee Poison Center, it's a program of Vanderbilt University Medical Center. So they've got some good medical backing Mm -hmm. for the, you know, the information that they give you when you call this hotline. Right. So. And and a lot of people don't realize this either. It's not just for medication or chemicals. It could be for a snake or spider bite. Yeah. You know, so don't hesitate to call. If they can't help you, they'll tell you what to do. They will. So I'm going to give this number one more time just so everybody can get it. 1-800-222-1222. That's the poison helpline that you need to call. They're there 24 hours a day. Uh, Spread the word. Since this is National Poisoning Awareness Week, uh, we want to keep people safe. That's exactly right. That's the goal for this week and the goal anytime. So hopefully you've gotten some good tips. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Bringing It Home with Sarah and Tennille. And in the words of Bob Marley, live the life you love. And love the life you live. Bye-bye.